Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Foltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Bachelor Season 26, Episode 7. Now, Chris, we're a little bit behind. You were away for a week, I was away for a week, and we're busy on the catch-up. But uh, this is Episode 7, isn't it? So where would you like to start, sir? Well, Dave, we might as well start with good old goody baddie Mara, who is still going for Sarah. Sarah had got the rose. She was like the cat who got the cream, wasn't she? And it was (laughs) all sort of... I I say it every time we do this now. I see the formula. People step up from nowhere. Like the producers have gone each year. And I've said this before. This is your turn to be the baddie. So up te- steps stares at Sarah, Sarah, and, and <laughs> she's now, thing. yeah, she's now the Shanae or the Cassidy or whoever. Mara was teeping on the heads last week. She'd laid into, uh, said to Clayton about her being, you know, not ready and how she knows that. I don't know. She's older. She's now this Oracle. She did bottle it a bit and say, well, what I was saying was this. So Sarah goes on the date with Clayton and he, he brings it all up, buddy, and she comes and confronts the women and, and has a bit of a, kickoff but then goes off like a smart ass and very arrogant and the other girls are all sort of like she's just a bitch but I think Mara <laughs> is the same but she's playing different tactics to try and stay in the game yeah we've said it before about The Bachelor but I think I've seen it enough now to see the girls just bring it the amount of game playing and sophistication of the game playing is such a level above what we see in The Bachelorette. And like you say, I think maybe it's just the producers don't show us everything. And, you know, they're trying to plant seeds here, there, and everywhere, and then they take the best bits. So someone like Mara, who we didn't see much of, you know, she might have shot some footage where she was being a bit arsy or a bit villainy, um, but you know, while Shanae was there, then there was only one show in town, wasn't there? So when she goes, it's like, right, what who else can we uh push to the front kind of thing? But um, yeah, it didn't work for her anyway, did it? Like you say, booted out of the rose ceremony, and then uh, that was her, so up step the next villain, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, Dave, I watched this, and it sounds really um, boasting, but I watched it by the pool, and I had me Amazon Prime activated watching it, and I was fuming, Dave. You know, I was sat there, lovely pina colada, bit of sun cream, factor 50. There is a story, everyone, as always, because Chris has a story, supposed to go to Dubai, (laughs) British Airways shafted up, we ended up in Tenerife in Spain. Still lovely, first world problems, but it wasn't the 50th birthday for Samantha that I was promising and I unfortunately Dave like most of the contestants underperformed on this one and it wasn't my fault (laughs) all right on the uh on the weekend (laughs) on the week away you underperformed yeah yeah. (laughs) it didn't take much anyway just while she's got four batteries with her but we'll talk we'll talk about that another time but anyway so fucking Clayton when he has these conversations Dave I just oh want to my god through the screen and go and he goes how many times does he have to do and we always talk about the bingo fucking card it's so nice here to be 
vulnerable. Oh God! And and you know and and exposed and you, and you really laying it on the line. And I'm like, oh fuck off, vulnerable. Is <laughs> the buzzword that triggers journey me. with me? <laughs> yeah, the journey. That's it. You're vulnerable, and we're going on a journey. Fuck off. He's like he's reading tea leaves or something. It's pathetic. No, I I think. He must, he's been saying it all season a lot, but I must admit this episode for me as well, it was like he's learned a new word and needs to get it into every conversation (laughs) multiple (laughs) times. And I don't know about bingo. It's a fucking drinking game. Like when he says vulnerable, it was just, oh, it's just so annoying. So I, I don't know, someone needs to give him a theosaurus or something. Just give us some different fucking words. Um, but yeah, he was really bloody annoying this time. But again, I think he's kind of, he, he's seen enough of The Bachelor. You know, he's done a little bit of homework to realize these, are, there must be like a top 10 of words that you you must have to put in there, you know, Um journey and uh vulnerable must be in the top probably three chris i can't even think of uh, one that gets repeated more than that one Uh, and then those two yeah i'm with you and and the thing is because it's not genuine and it feels like they've done this scene about seven or eight times to get that right emotion it comes across as completely fake so you just sort of like Really, Clayton? Oh, she's vulnerable, isn't she? Fucking great, yeah. We've heard this every episode. Because he's not a great actor. And I think going off the back of the Mar and Sarah, you know, they they had that tete-a-tete and it all kicked off. And and Mara's like, you're not cute, you're you're nasty, you're insensitive, a little bit ignorant, you know, it's not attractive and all this. And there was all these little things going on, which, which should have really... Got me and they'd be like, yes, this is it. Which is what it's all kicking off. But because Clayton was just there, like the plank of wood that he is, I was just like, oh, fucking, he don't deserve anyone. I don't think David. <laughs> He's still I've- got that vacant expression, hasn't he? When someone's talking, it, it, there's nobody home at all. Yeah, he's yeah. just doing the old Homer Simpson. Got no idea, no processing at all. Yeah, I'm with you. It, it's it's a weird dynamic and what a weird character to pick for the bachelor it might be that that is the dna that we need you know just this this completely uh blank piece of paper that they can just use and, and direct <laughs> because plank of just, wood yeah it's just a plank of wood he's just ridiculous and then when we go into the rose ceremony you know mara gets her you know p45 see you later you know what i mean it's just like they're all gone, you know, like, see you later. Eliza goes as well. It's, it, it wasn't a surprise. Mara, I didn't... The thing is, when you watch this show, when someone does what she's done, even though I think she's right in what she's saying, she's still playing the game as well. And the oh, way yeah. they frame it... Yeah, exactly. The way they frame it, Dave, it never sits with me. And you're like, well, you're definitely going here because we've got the pantomime baddie now in Sarah. She's not going yet but you're definitely going so you you question this a few episodes ago and i think you're right it's very strange we do sort of get two rose ceremonies this episode but it's very strange how quickly it's sort of as if the last episode should finish on the rose ceremony and then we start afresh but they always seem to give us that 15 minute overhang it's very strange yeah i 
and I think the other series that we've watched, it has been that. You know, the it starts off, you know, you have a group date, you've got a solo date kind of thing, you've got, you know, all these activities and what have you, and then the end of the show is the the rose ceremony, and you know that all the drama builds up to that. But so it just just feels off having the rose ceremony quite so early. Yeah, but, I, um, I agree. I agree. Sorry, yeah. no, no, it's all right. You you weren't responding, so I thought <laughs> I'd jump in there. I'll carry on then. <laughs> anyway, I'm responding. Then. No, but you're right. And and they go, and then we get this thing where they go to Croatia. So initially, I was sort of like thinking, well, they're not all in Croatia. And I had this theory when I was watching it, and then it got shot down. My own theory which doesn't take much, Dave, I know. But my own theory was, like, Susie goes on this date with Clayton. They go to um, Vienna, don't they, Austria, and, and this Croatia thing. But I I thought they must all go on dates with him, and then it's a bit like The Apprentice. When it was The Apprentice, when they do the VT saying, I'm going home, and they're in the back of the cab, that's filmed on day one because they all have big overcoats on and all this stuff, so you don't know mm. who's actually gone. And it's not shot in, like most TV stuff, it's not shot in sequence how we actually see it. So I'm thinking, well, Susie's gone on a date. They must all go on a date with Clayton, and then whoever goes, they just don't use But anyway, all the girls are in the hotel then. So they've took this break, this week break, and it's the ones who are still in. But it's very strange because Susie gets the full Pretty Woman treatment, which we've seen in the last series uh, with Matt. And, and he takes one of the girls out. I think it was Rachel, wasn't it? He actually walked. Mm. She gets the full gear, the Louboutons. I got her shoes right this time, Dave. I think it was Louboutons. And uh, she looks amazing. Not, not Jimmy Chews. That's what you, that's that's what you what said, said initially, wasn't right, it? Yeah. I don't, I've, already, I've already been ripped. I think Lorraine said that on Facebook. She went Chris Louis out. Baton or something? I don't know what I said, Dave, but I said the wrong thing anyway. I probably said it again wrong. She's probably listening laughing, but... It's the full thing and Cinderella thing, a lovely day. She goes back, all the girls are there. Gabby has got a pan of piss face, Dave. She's like, oh, great. And she even said that. She went, I was a little bit jealous. I was like, a little? A fucking little? She was fuming. <laughs> We've got a great connection, me and Clayton. No, you haven't, pal. No, you haven't, Gabby, because you're going next. So what did you think of the date, Dave? Because it's the DNA of The Bachelor, all that stuff. Well, I'm sure I remember when. Rachel Kirkconnell. See that, Chris? Even the surname, I remember. Um, Again, I'm convinced I'm just chucking out all this useful information and filling my brain up with trash. Um, So when she went on the date, I'm sure I read somewhere that basically if you go on this pretty woman date, you've got a really good chance of making it to the final. Right. And so, you know, and at the time I'm thinking, well, you know, is Susie going to be there? Well, I don't know. Evidence suggests from the previous seasons she's got a really good chance. So I think that's it falls for me into the camp of I'm done with it. <laughs> you know, it's like I I like the drama in this. You know, I've enjoyed this season more than any other. But when it when they churn out this drivel and it's the same shit. You know, just it's different people, but it's the exact same formula. Um, I, I just I'm not into it. And I can't remember if I've said this in in the past, Chris, but I know like Pretty Woman is held up as this 
romantic uh, movie, you know, and this modern day Cinderella. I, I still say Richard Gere just pulled fucking Julia Roberts. So, you know, she was just there to give him a nosh. And, <laughs> and that was it. That was how it all started. I, I just... I just can't buy into the romance of it when he was cruising for fucking prostitutes. But anyway, I digress slightly. (laughs) (laughs) We need to cover that on the VHS, by the way, but I've just given away my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Pretend you didn't hear that if you heard that and we review it in the future. You are wicked. I know I'm the fucking one. When you when you're on form like that, that was a classic. Yeah, I'll give you that. It, it, it's true though, isn't it? That is true. I mean, yeah. I I always found I say which film I always found really uncomfortable to watch is um is it Indecent Proposal where uh, Richard um not Richard Fingy uh, what's he called um, Robert Redford. Yeah, Demi Moore, a million yeah, pound money yeah. and all that, and they're in trouble and all that stuff. So it it really is unusual, like from to use this as a fit. And I'm the same as you. I watched that film Pretty Woman, and Julia Roberts, a pretty lady, you know, like really stamped her on the map, didn't it? But at the end of the day, mm. the sentiment behind where he's pulled her her background from to what she's actually doing is unbelievable. It's a Cinderella story, but like an almost seedy one, I think. Well, let me change it slightly, right? Let's just say he bumps into her and she happens to be a sex worker and he accepts her for all of that and they fall in love. It's a great movie. It's the fact that he was cruising for prostitutes. He was going to pick someone up, Chris. Just happened to pick her up. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. is that bit that uh that doesn't quite sit right with me. But anyway, anyway, back to uh back to the bachelor. So yeah, I think standard stuff with the uh, pretty woman day. I think it definitely puts Susie up there and in, in the favorites at least, just from previous statistics. But um yeah, I, I must admit I'm I'm kind of I'm sitting on the fence a little bit here because I actually think, Chris, there was one bit of this episode that I really, really enjoyed. Go on. And as much as I can stick the boot in with Clayton, and I do think he is a bit of a Muppet, a bit of a plank of wood, he actually exceeded my expectations, which were pretty low, to be fair, of, <laughs> of what he could read. But, um, <laughs> but it, like you say... The, the other girls are, are absolutely singling Sarah out and, you know, they're, they're not happy with her and they think, you know, she's, she's basically thinking she's won already. And uh, Clayton's confronting her about this and, and on come the waterworks. But then, then Chris, happens this, this moment, this miracle where Clayton basically says, I, I think you're just trying to force out a fake cry. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> she's like oh well, i'm all cried out <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I was, now him accusing her of that but her coming back with the response just made me think oh he's nailed it you know because even yeah. i wasn't sure but um the way they'd shot it, it it 
looked like it could have been genuine to me. But her response of, well, I'm all cried out, just uh, sealed the deal for me that he'd actually nailed it. And I just thought that was the funniest thing. I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant because it, even though they were, you know, making her out to be a bit of a villain, I didn't think that would happen. I, I thought she'd be in the last three, to be honest. Yeah, I did as well, Dave, because we'd had these baddies, as such as we know, Sinead and everyone, and they Sinead had got really far, hadn't she? And to be fair, I said to you, when Sinead went, that was bullshit, because Clayton knew nothing of what she was doing in the background, did we? He'd gone with everything that Sinead had done, and her and Genevieve had sat there, and she's like, she's an actress and all this stuff, and he took everything she said. There was no indication to Clayton why he shouldn't pick Sinead over Genevieve, but he did, obviously producer-led. With Sarah, again, she'd done nothing to suggest it until the girls all chipped in and were like, yeah, she's really bad, blah, blah, blah. I can't help but think, Dave, that one of the girls left is now going to be the new Sarah because it just plays to it, doesn't it? They seem to want to shoot themselves in the foot because Sarah's response, I love that. I wrote that down straight away when he said... You're just forcing the tears out. That was fucking brilliant. It's great <laughs> observation, Dave, because I was exactly this. I was like, go on, Clayton. It's the first time I'm going to properly give him props. And what made me laugh is, oh, Dave, she did what, like, Sinead did, like, well, most of the women who were scorned, the ones who have got a bit of class about them are like, good luck. See, even Mara was like, good luck. I love all you girls. I'm gone or whatever. Even if it's fake, she's trying to leave with a bit of dignity, a bit of respect. Fucking Sarah, they went, well, he's not the one for me anyway, then, is he? If yeah. he doesn't do that. And I'm like, got you. He's got yeah, you completely. Yeah. Because you would be devastated. If you think this guy is the love of your life, you would be devastated. and like, I can't believe it. I want to speak to him. I'm really gutted and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. You knew it was fake. Because literally, she's like, Clayton who? I'll see you on Bachelor in Paradise. It was just brilliant. I've got to give him his credit, Dev, I'm with you. That was his best moment of the series. It was. and And in that taxi ride back, I mean... The face told the whole story, didn't it? Again, yeah. if there was any doubt from that comment, uh, the stony, you know, ice cold face that you saw in the in the cab ride, it was a proper Scooby Doo admission of guilt for me. So, um, no, no, that was the best bit. But I'll tell you what, as well, Chris, I, I think my final point for this episode is um, no one really likes to be reminded how old they are. <laughs> 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 not when you're as old as us but um i thought seeing krista berg <laughs> may, just reminded me how old because i i remember him very very differently but uh i thought fair enough a lot of the time chris when they get people on to this thing it's people we've never heard of but you know krista berg genuine legend lady in red legendary song uh, you know, there there can't be many more romantic than that, can there? And no, so you... again, probably playing a little bit on the the pretty woman thing with the red dress and whatever. But no, I, th I thought that was genuinely good. Not just it's good because it's a car crash, but genuinely good. Yeah, and sorry to cut across. You're totally right. I like you say he's in his seventies now. I think he's late seventies, but his voice was outstanding. There was no... It, I know there was a little bit of production with Dave. He's still got the voice and his piano playing. I was bought in on that. I was like, you know what? For once, whenever they have a musical section, which is usually a band who we don't know, an American band, either a mm. country band or whatever, I don't know who they are or a singer. Christopher knew. He's not like he's, um, he's still 
uh, relevant in the UK now. He's not. That song is world famous in the 80s. It's one of the most romantic songs in the 80s. And it was played at so many weddings and things like that for years afterwards. And he's lift off that and good luck to him. He's earned a lot of money from it. But he, he was brilliant, I thought. I thought that was really, I was dead surprised. I was like, you know, and I actually sat there, didn't fast forward it, didn't do anything. I was, I'm mean, usually, I'm teetering over the plus, plus 10 seconds on the Amazon Prime app. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you know, it's the music. Honestly, I listened to all of that. And I'm not a massive fan of the song, but it just fit. Really? Yeah. Not in a bad way. I think it's because when we were kids, it was always on, you know, family dues and everything. I don't mm. hate it. But if it comes on, I'll probably skip it on Spotify. I won't go, oh, I'll listen to that. But I just, it just worked for me. I thought it was a really, really good spot. And I know I criticise The Bachelor Bachelor all the time, but that, for once, I thought they got that right. Yeah. I think I'm a bit of a softie. I, I love that song. I think Wonderful Tonight with Eric Clapton oh, um, is probably another one that's that's right up there. You know, top top few romantic songs, I think. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And And... After that, obviously we well. This is before we already talked about Sarah going. Sarah's gone, and then he's got the hometowns, and he so he's got the, the four girls who he's taking, or they're, they're taking to the families. And the preview we get looked good. A couple of the dads are like, "What the fuck's going on here?" You know what I mean? Because we've had it before, <laughs> haven't we? Where they've said, "Well, why are you kissing all these people? What's going on?" You're meeting us. They don't understand. We've said it, haven't we? Where you can tell when the parents have been briefed or they know a little bit about TV yeah, yeah. and they play along. And then you get the ones going, well, you're snogging four other people or three other people. What the fuck's going on here? You know, so I'm going to see how that plays <laughs> out because one of the dads ball breaks him completely and I'm all here for that, Dave. I'm like, oh, we'll see if Clayton... Because I said it about Matt. Matt James was good, but also he didn't know what to do when he had to go off script. As soon as he went off script, he was fucked. As soon as someone asked him a question that was he wasn't prepped for, you could see him struggling. And the family's weeks was when Matt James struggled, I thought, in some of the interactions because they were being real. Oh, well, that's my daughter. What the hell mm. are you doing? You know, show me that you, you actually want to be with her and stuff. So I'm really, I like this with the hometown stuff because we get a little bit of real stuff. Yeah, no, I can't wait. And And the thing is, with Matt James, like when he'd go quiet or something, you could see he was thinking. <laughs> With Clayton, he doesn't. He just he just goes vacant, and there's nothing happening there. Uh, and you know, I've seen him a few times where he just has to walk off because he just can't process everything that's going on around him. So, I, I think this will be a car crash. And the good thing is, Chris, because we're behind a little bit. We can just go ahead and watch the next one as soon as we finish this. Yep, we can. <laughs> <laughs> and again, well, what turnaround for this series? Not that it needs our validation. It's it's a you know massively successful franchise still, but um, you know it's continuing to to make me want to watch the next episode. Yeah, I'm with you, Dave. We're winding it down. We are going to get though. I think after next week, we should get that mid-season all the girls get together and have a Royal Rumble like we did women with the tell all million tell all that's cool and I think that like I say the women are so much better than the men they just probably guys listening but they just bring it Dave they absolutely yeah. bring it so 
I'm looking forward to that because there's going to be some kickoffs there. Sarah, Sinead, Cassidy. If they all turn up, Mara, oh. they're all going to start laying into each other. Sinead's going to get oh, so much. Oh, it's going to be so good. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Anyway, <laughs> and we will get on to the episode eight, guys. We'll be caught up on the back. So it's the rest of the bloody stuff, maths and that we're working on, aren't we? Dave? Love is so, blind. Yeah, yeah, love is blind. Yeah, the second episode, we're going to get that. But we will get them done, don't you know us. Maths. There's like hours and hours of that to watch. Yeah. I'm about halfway through, Dave, where we need to be. But anyway, <laughs> don't let's not depress ourselves. But as always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We absolutely love doing this. You know that. If you want to support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. So if you want to go over to Facebook, guys, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast, our good friend Charlene uh, runs that. She's the moderator. Me and Dave are always on there posting episodes. There's loads of tea being spilled over there from Reddit and some insider stuff. So please get over there. We'll approve you and join the community. If you want to... Um, Follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast. And also, if you get a chance, get over to your podcast catching app and drop us a review on the show. We really appreciate it. And we'll read them out, good or bad. So, Mr. Horrocks, we are back with a block rocking beat. We're both refreshed. Let's fucking do it. Let's catch up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Well, I'm going to get on to the next episode. Uh, which, what, which series of that? I'm not quite sure, but uh, like I say, over the next week, we'll be trying to catch up and we'll be back uh, at, at least at the end of next week, I think. Good stuff, right? Well, I'll see you next time. Bye now.